Welcome to the Dead 3 Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, George Evian, and thank you for taking the time to tune into this again. I really appreciate all the support and notes, LinkedIn, text messages, emails that we receive. Um, it's really been great. As you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, we are trying to get over the top, uber focused uh, about trying to 10x the podcast. And as I focus on that, and as I think about that more, that this is really it, like in, in the past, uh, one of these note cards I'm holding up, if you're watching it on YouTube, is really built around, you know, you know, being broad or deep, you know, and really going deep on certain things. And, and that triggers this that I heard yesterday. And I don't, um, I heard it from Benjamin Hardy, uh, Hardy that wrote the 10X is easier than 2X on one of his podcasts. He said, man, the bigger fish are deeper, right? If you want to be kind of this wide net and not very deep, it's always going to be the small fish. You go out fishing, you're always going to catch those small little fish when you're only a foot deep. But if you want the big fish, if you want the big wins, if you want the big accomplishment, if you want the big goals, then you've got to go deep. And that that hit me yesterday. And I and I really liked kind of that message and metaphor that I do I, I do want to do great things. And and the card here in front of me is that that we have greatness inside all of us. And I have stolen that and used that before. But if we, if we or I just continue to talk about a website and talk about speaking and talk about, you know, podcasting and talk about YouTubes and talk about, you know, all this other stuff, you know, newsletters and, and giveaways and courses and like there's all that that I have considered over the last six, eight, 12 months. But the reality is all that, yes, all that is important. All that can be accomplished. All those are good and um, achievable goals, but deep focus, uh, the big fish and going deeper on one thing is where I need to be. It's where you need to be. It's what we need to do because the more that you get locked in. So the book that I'm looking at here in front of me, the power of habit, power of habit, uh, Duig, I believe that, and that's not how you say his name, Charles Duig, D U H I G G. It's a good book. Um, and 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 the and the atomic habit book but what they talk about in those books or the power of habit talks about and maybe we talked about it in the last episode is the keystone habit the cornerstone habit the one habit the one thing you need to focus on and change that is the most significant that moves you further the quickest the deeper the quickest but that could be the keystone habit for the other things you do in your life that will just piggyback on top of that habit. And that is kind of the, the mindset that I'm trying to have here. So hopefully that hits you like it has me recently because all these books, you know, habits and goals, um, but just being laser focused on certain things. So here's where I kind of want to go with this. I'm not quite sure at this point, if this is a mini cast, meaning 10 to 15 minutes, or if this is a long, longer 20, 25 minute, um, and it's probably going to be more of a mini cast here. But let me, this hit me this morning. There's a book coming out in a few weeks called Worthy. Um, I am going to open this up to, as I talk to, uh, uh, and the lady's name is uh, Jamie Kern, I believe. She was on the Ed Milet show. It's the most recent episode for Ed Milet. And it is a book about just how worthy, worthy by Jamie Kern Lima. And she she sold a business for 
a billion and a half dollars. She started a makeup makeup line, sold it to uh, uh, another makeup line and sold it for like a billion with a B, a billion and a half dollars. And the book Worthy, and she was speaking to it and I was really interested in it and fascinated by it and loved the conversation and loved the, um, the reverence that Mylet gives to her. You know, she, she's had a troubled life and she kind of goes into that a little bit. I have not finished the episode, but what she continues to say, and Mylet continues to reinforce with her. And it really hit me is you're only, and we've talked about this and I've stolen this from Ed Mylet, but we're only going to reach what we feel we're worth or what we feel we deserve. And the comment here that resonated with me, and I'm looking at a card now from the book Winning by Tim Grover. And, and this says here, winning is inside all of us. But for most of us, you know, I can't say all of us, but for most of us, me included, that's where it always stays. And that's from the book Winning by Tim Grover, who was Michael Jordan's and Kobe Bryant's and did some work with LeBron James and some other people, their personal coach. And he says that winning is inside all of us. And I have stolen that to the point of we all have greatness in us. And I think as coaches and leaders, as you're leading your organizations, those people you are leading have greatness in them. So what are you doing as a leader to get it out of them, whether it's in the role they have or a role they should be in or uh, the dreams that they have? And we've said this over and over again recently that everybody you come in contact with from the person, you know, that is, you know, giving you a cup of coffee at Starbucks to the person taking your order or the person that works for you, everybody's got a dream. Everybody has that dream. And if you're just, you know, somebody that's receiving a cup of coffee or receiving a donut or getting a sandwich from somebody or whatever it is, you know, I don't know what we do in those moments to try to assure people that they have greatness in them and that they have dreams and that you're supporting them. I know that's hard, obviously. But the people you lead, the people on your team, the people in your community, the people in your friends are like, what do you do to support and elevate those people? These people all have winning and greatness inside of them. But for the most part, me included, that is where it always stays. So she talks about Jamie Kern in her book, Worthy. I do not have the book. It is released in a few weeks. And But she talks about that we will never achieve more than what we feel we are worth. So what she said there, and I'm not going to get this right, is at, she has different levels of it. And we'll get into this book more as I will purchase it and read it. And we'll discuss it because I know it'll be an impactful book for me and for you if we talk about it, is you do get to the point where you don't feel you're, you're deserving of the next level so you sabotage yourself. And we've talked about that. I believe I have greatness in me. I believe I could do X, Y, and Z. I, I do believe I'm capable of that. As you're driving and listening to this, you should feel the same way. But as you reach towards those dreams, goals, and ambitions, you will feel you're not worthy of it. So you will sabotage yourself so you don't do it. 
you will have fear, doubt, and worry. Fear, doubt, and worry. And if you're like me, I can't say this is the truth for everybody. A lot of our fear and doubt and worry is always going to be wrapped up in what other people think about us, what people are going to say. I had a friend reach out to me yesterday. That is, um, you know, I really admire a lot of the people I uh, kind of run with here in St. Louis and the people I'm friends with. And I, and I admire them for a number of reasons. One reasons that one reason that I do really admire them, look up to them, whatever the phrase might be. Um, and you know, envious, I don't know is that the history they have with one another, that these people have known each other forever and they have been friends forever. And I admire and look up to my boys and my daughter in that regard, because they have friends they've known since they have been four or five years old that will be friends with them forever. I don't have any of those that I can go back that far. But the point of all that is I do have a friend that reached out to me yesterday uh, or the past couple of days, very good friend I've known since fifth grade. And, we, you know, because of distance and time and all that sort of stuff, we don't keep in touch with that much with one another. And maybe once a year, there's a, a message on LinkedIn or whatever it might be. But he sent me a note yesterday. We were just talking about maybe some of the things I posted on LinkedIn. He was giving me some, uh, you know, some acknowledgement. Um, I know things are going really well for him. He's an entrepreneur. He runs his own business. He's killing it in Seattle. Super proud of him. All that sort of stuff. We just aren't connected like we once were, or although, um, although we're buddies, if that makes sense. But as we were talking on LinkedIn, you know, I was hesitant to say what I'm passionate about, what I'm doing, how things are going, et cetera, out of fear of and worry about how that might be received. Because I'm, you know, I'm super passionate about what we're doing here with Dead 3 Coaching and Leadership. I'm super passionate about the things I'm thinking about and how we can 10X this, how we can move the podcast, how we do some speaking and how we're moving with teams, both athletically and professionally, what we do. And I'm kind of talking about that in a roundabout way, but really talking about the podcast. But I hesitated to click send simply because of how that might be received. Laughed at, you know, eye roll. What's this guy doing? You know, same, you know, not going to happen. You know, same dreamer he wasn't. Like, whatever it is. Now, the reality is none of that is true. None of that is true in terms of how it would be received. But winning is inside all of us. And the the discussion of your dreams, goals, ambitions, and progress, you should never hesitate on. You should never sit there and say to people, you know, I was thinking about some business ideas this morning as it relates to Dead 3. And I was thinking about how that conversation I could have with people to get some feedback from them on. And as I role-played that in my head, that conversation. The conversation was always in my head as I role played the conversation in my head on my morning walk and run this morning was always, hey, this is what I'm thinking. I'm sure I'm not going to do it. I'm sure it's not a good idea, but this is what I'm thinking. And what do you think? And as I thought about that role played conversation in my head, I continued to come back to myself of 
Why am I always sabotaging myself before I've even started? I know this isn't a good idea. I know it's dumb and I'm sure I won't do it, but. And so I'm just saying the things that I deal with and the things I say to myself and why I always self-sabotage myself when I'm moving towards the winning that is inside of me to look at this card from Tim Grover. Why? Because we're in the 80%. I'm comfortable in the 80%. I have fear, doubt, and worry about how it might be received from my buddy that I've known since fifth grade and from the community and the friends that I run with that I'll always pepper in, I'm not really doing this, or it's, you know, it's just a little side thing. It's not really that good, but this is what I'm doing. No. Uh, So what would I say to you that is listening to this? Man, you're crushing it. You're killing it. You're great. Don't worry about what people say. You have greatness inside you. The people that are criticizing you are the people that want to stay in the 80, that don't want to be in the 10%. And so you just need to flex on that. And then the people that do criticize, critique, and give you the feedback that you're not good enough, worthy enough, talented enough, smart enough, rich enough, those are the people that you've got to cut off in your life anyway. Because I'm looking at now the book that said that the title Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. And he says, man, you need to figure out how to just remove the 10, 20% of the people that don't believe in you and figure out how 70, 80% of your time is spent with the people that build you. But man, fear, doubt, worry, and the work that it takes to accomplish those great things. I will say this. The book Worthy, again, I don't have it yet. I am sure it's a great book. I've heard this lady speak on the Ed Milet show twice. What she said really hit me as well. I'm 51 years old. I'm proud of what I have done. I'm proud of where I am at. The 41-year-old version of me would be very happy with the 51-year-old version. It would be great if the 51-year-old version was the 61-year-old version to give me more time to do more things, to have more impact, to be around more great people and to consume consume more great content, that'd be awesome. But 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 I'd be proud of that person, right? But what she says is the reason you don't feel like you can do it is because you haven't done it in the past. Let me say that again, because I think this is really profound from her and Milet. I have great goals and ambitions and to look at this card again that says I've got winning inside of me and to take it my way of I have greatness inside of me. You have greatness inside of you and these ideas that we have and the things we want to accomplish. The reason, a reason we don't feel we can do it is because up to this point at 51 years old, I haven't done anything. Am I proud of what I've done? Am I proud of where I'm at? Am I comfortable? Absolutely. Have I done anything that is going to leave a legacy, a significant, impactful legacy that I do read in these books and Gary Vee and these other people that talk about just leaving a legacy? Have I done anything that significant? No, absolutely not. Have I done good things? Hopefully. Have I left this crazy, impactful legacy? No. So my thinking about the next great thing and the greatness inside of me, I'm always going to sit there and say, 
I haven't done anything in the past. What leads me to believe I can do anything in the future? What leads me to believe this great thing I want to do, I can do? That's why very few people cross over into that 10%. That's why many of us, me included, will stay in the 80. The people that cross over into the 10% will always be those people that, one, have done great things. And it's just another next great thing. I can do that because I've done this. I can achieve that because I know that this isn't as big as the thing I just did, or it's bigger and I can stretch myself because I know I'm this great. And I don't care. And I've done it. So this is easy. Or it's the people that say, hey, I'm going to do that. And I don't care that I haven't done anything significant at this point at 51 years old. And I don't care who's going to laugh, ridicule, point fingers, roll their eyes, and talk shit about me behind my back. I don't care. Fear, doubt, worry, and the work that it takes. So my encouragement to you, to me, as we kind of roll through this, everybody has dreams, goals, ambitions, and the legacy that they would like to leave. We talked to a group of people. Uh, we talked to some athletes and we were talking about, and I don't know what movie it was. I want to say it's Saving Private Ryan. I don't believe that to be, it might be, that might be true. It might not. But at the end of this movie, and I do believe it to be a war movie, um, you know, they were just talking about, it could have been Band of Brothers or something like that. You mention a name and that elicits immediately a response. It's the idea of, hey, clear your mind. If you're driving, if you're working out, if you're at work, walking, whatever, clear your mind, nothing in your mind. Don't put anything in your mind. Just listen to my, all right. I don't want you to think about anything. Elephant, elephant, right? You can't help. And I stole that from somewhere. I forget where you can't help, but think of an elephant. It uh, immediately elicits that. So when you hear a name, when you hear a name of someone, when you hear, when someone hears your name, that's going to immediately elicit a response. They're going to think about you. They're going to say something in their mind about you and picture you. And the question is, what do you want them to feel, to see in their mind, to hear in their mind about you? And I would love it if I could be that person for my kids, for my wife, for my community, for the people that I work for, that when they hear that name, my name, that it's impact, you know, it's positivity, it's coaching, it's, you know, moving people greater. It's, you know, having people dream and giving feedback, like just that type of thing. But you've got to understand, like I, I circle back to when you're gone, when your time is up, the legacy, the impact in your name. So my encouragement is, we all have winning inside of us. We all have greatness inside of us. And to quote this again, but for most of us, you know, I guess I'll stay with the word most because it can't be all of us. But for most of us, that's where it's always going to stay. Why? Why? Why can't I have an impact? Why can't I leave a legacy? Why can't I get over fear, doubt, worry, and all the work that it takes? This is a great idea. 
And this could have this level of impact and I could do something I'm super passionate about. And it's the idea of skill and passage, uh, skill and passion where it all intersects. And that's where I want to live. But I can't do it. And why am I not doing it? What am I afraid of? How do I overcome the reality? Is maybe that's just, man, that is everything I want to do, but getting out of my comfort zone. And do you know how much work that's going to take for me to accomplish? As opposed to what Tony Robbins says is, hey, here's everything that has to be done for me to get to Hawaii on vacation. I've got to wake up. I've got to order the tickets. I've got to get the flights. I got to get an Uber to pick me up. I got to pack. I've got to have all these bags. I got to get my wife packed. I've got to make sure that, you know, we can get to the airport. We got to get to the airport three hours on time. I got to make sure we get the right seats and I have everything on my phone and I've got to have all this. And I've, then I've got to get there. I've got to get another Uber or taxi. I've got to get my luggage. We got to get in the Uber and taxi. We got to get to, we got to do all this. And then, so what he says is screw it. All I'm doing is getting to Maui and I'm sitting my butt on the beach and I'm drinking and I'm having a beverage. All this other stuff is just noise to me getting to my goal, my win, me sitting in the sand, looking at the ocean, watching the sun go down, me and my wife sitting there having drinks. That's all I'm focused on. All this other stuff will take care of itself and I'm not worried about it. Doesn't need to be done. Yes. Is it important? Absolutely. But what is my outcome? What is, what am I working towards? So it's all that. What do you focus on? You find if you focus on everything that has to be done in order to be great and get the, and create momentum and to get things moving and to be what you're capable of being, man. Yeah. Fear, doubt, worry, everything that it takes. Uh, I'd rather just stay at home and just go to a winery. That'll be a lot easier. No, go be great. You have greatness in you. Don't focus on all the work that it takes. Don't focus on the fear, doubt, worry. Figure out, don't sabotage yourself as you tell the story and you role play it in your mind. Like I did this morning. 100% I did that this morning. Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. I like this idea. I think it's a good idea. What do you think? But I'm sure I won't do it. I'm sure it's not a good idea. I'm sure I'd never be able to do it. I'm sure it's, no. I'm just investigating this. I think it's a good idea. And I know if I investigate it, I know I have the resources. I know I could pull it off. Is it worth it? I used to ask my mom and we used to talk about her health and her working out and her nutrition and her goals and, and all the life that she had to live. And we, you know, do this great coaching session and we talk her up and make her feel really good. And she'd be excited about everything. Then right when you're done and you put a ribbon on it and you pin it to the wall or whatever it is, there's 10 reasons why it won't happen. There's 10 reasons why it won't work. There's 10 reasons why she can't do it. Not from me, from her. I get all that, but you know what? I'm old. I have bad knees, bad hips, blah, blah, blah. Right. I, you, we always, are you like that? I'm like that. We got to overcome it. So the book worthy will be out shortly. I'll let you know about it. Um, I'm excited about it. This, this, it, it, here's the thing. It just to tell you a little bit more about, uh, you know, this lady, Jamie Kern. I don't know her. I haven't followed her. I haven't read any article. She's been at my let show twice. That's my background with her. She was telling the story today about just how hard it was growing up. 
Now we all have the story. Everybody's story is unique, but everybody's gone through similar things. And, you know, she at some point just said, Hey, I don't care about fear, doubt, worry. I'm going for this. It's the the point where you build up your self-worth. I am worth this. Ed Milan, they talked about it. You know, she was working at Denny's. She worked in a strip club. She did. She worked as a waitress in a strip club to preface that. She worked at Denny's. She was working at a health club and it was just like a mess. And then she got to this point where she was like, hey, I'm worth more than this. I'm capable of greatness. I have winning inside of me and I'm not going to leave it there. So the fear, doubt, and worry, and the work that it takes to do this, she was worried about her body type and her body image. And so I don't know what she looks like. I see a, a, her, her pitch, a picture of her face. So I don't know her body type, but she, you know, somebody said, Hey, when she was going to investors, the one investor, she had this great, he was like, Hey, we're going to pass on this opportunity with you. And she said, why give me the feedback so I can get better. The guy literally said to her, People with your body type and size, nobody will ever buy makeup from. Rejection. Huge rejection for probably a lady that that had issues with her body type to begin with. And she rolled with it anyway. She didn't quit. She didn't care about the work that it takes. She didn't care about the fear and the rejection and the worry and the doubt that could have been placed on her from this investor saying, no, you're too big. I'm guessing that's what he meant. Nobody will buy from you. So she took it as feedback and said, screw you. And then she sells the company for one and a half billion dollars. She rolls with it. She gets, it's in the Wall Street Journal. She said front page, all this sort of stuff that she sold the company for this much money to L'Oreal, if I'm saying that right. I don't know my makeups. And she gets a letter from the dude that says, I was wrong. And she flexed on it privately. Damn right, you were wrong. Do you have that in you? Like, even if it's not you starting a business, but do you have that in you with where you work? Do you have that in you with your teams? Do you have that in you with what you feel you're capable of? You're not sitting around flexing on people and and try to do, you know, roll with your ego and all this to get above people and to do things the wrong way. But man, you've got greatness in you if you're in the financial industry, the car industry, the software industry, the shoe industry, the service industry, the whatever industry with clients. You've got that in you. And your story could be rough. As you tell your story and as you set your goals, dreams, and ambitions, you immediately say, that's great, but I'm not really going to do this. I'm not really this good. I'm not really this talented, and I'm sure it's a bad idea. Or do you sit there and say, man, I don't care what my body type is. Let's go. Let's roll. And to quote Ben Newman, now we go. Screw it. You know, maybe these are my coach-up sessions to myself. Hopefully, this impacts, intersects you, gives some sort of value to you in some way. I enjoy these. I hope this is longer than a mini cast, although it's going out today. I appreciate everybody that listens to this podcast. I want to build a community. This is the stuff I love to talk about. I like to drop basketball plays with napkins and sugar packs and salt and pepper shakers out for drinks with buddies. And I like to talk about this type of stuff on how we, and I love hearing the stories. I got a buddy that works at Lifetime Fitness, Brad Bryan. When we get together, man, we celebrate what each of us are doing. I've got a brother there that I can talk to that'll listen to me and celebrate what I'm doing. And I know that he's crushing it. And it's just great to be able to get together with those type of people 
and acknowledge the progress that we're all making towards our goals and our 10x. But you got to have those people. And I'm trying to build this community. So please connect with me, reach out to me, text me. Like I, I, I'm going to get a burner phone. I'd like to get a burner phone here with a different number that I can just start giving out because I want to build a community where we can just sit around and you know, you are who you can celebrate with. I know you're crushing it. Reach out to me. Let me know. Let me know what you're reading. Reach out. Please share this podcast with people. I'm trying to listen. We're trying to 10 exit. So how do you 10 exit? You, you can't be average. This cannot be an average podcast. The content cannot be average. My delivery, my storytelling, like all of it's got to level up. The marketing to it, the, 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 the Instagram, the YouTube, the Facebook, the LinkedIn, like you got to do it. So if you don't want to put your face out there, if you're worried about fear, doubt, worry, and the work that it takes to 10X yourself, find, find a different, like to me personally, then find something different. Or just be in the 80 and drift off into the, the last 10. Or just be happy being comfortable. But winning is inside all of us. And I'd encourage you, I'd encourage myself to go get it. Now we go. Quote Ben Newman. Hey, have a great rest of your week. I appreciate the feedback. Please like this, share this, comment on this.